magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author, feng shui consultant, and Akashic healer. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and inner child healing teacher. And this is a podcast about using magic and energy work as we bravely embrace the full range of the human experience. We do our best. Yeah, it's a lot, but yeah. we try. Especially we show up. eclipse season. How are you feeling this? Well, let me tell you what I'm feeling and you can tell me if it right. fits with eclipse season. Okay. <laughs> it also may fit with being on my period, but oh. it is a feeling of tenderness, vulnerability, mm. shyness, mm. and sometimes rage. <laughs> Would that fit? <laughs> it could. It certainly could. Definitely sounds like period. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I think I'm not an astrologer. I mean, I know I'm not an astrologer. You're getting there. No, I, I, I always I've, say that. I've plateaued at my uh You've reached your potential. Well, no, I haven't done that, but I just haven't <laughs> learned. Like, if I were to go to the next level I would learn about aspects and how planets affect each other oh, right. and I just tune in intuitively when I feel like it but I don't yeah I haven't felt yeah maybe we all have our level at which we kind of I mean that I have that too. unless you stopped. purposefully like go right. to learn more about it but anyway yeah. so but I think that eclipse season is a lot about the subconscious stuff this is how I'm tuning into it anyway coming up and like what is read old patterns that are ready to be released and like or maybe doesn't feel like ready to be released but, but it's coming mm. up anyway mm-hmm. it is though but it just maybe you don't want it to Do you know yeah I mean? well i mean maybe we should mention our oh how have you been feeling have you been feeling eclipse, eclipse season? season yeah i mean i feel like whatever i've been feeling i felt all year i feel like it's been like a lot of growth again this year. I don't know. I feel like since for the last since the pandemic, it's just been constant growing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel enormously different to me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. Because it is kind of we're always kind of doing that stuff too, yeah. trying to grow and heal and learn. Yeah. But but so our cards last week, oh, yeah. I drew Retreat and Recharge from Cosmic Dancer Oracle. And you drew Truth Be Told from oh, yeah. the Wisdom of the Oracle. Oh, yeah. Truth Be Told, which was like, be honest with yourself, I guess. Yeah. Know get honest you know. with yourself and others. I felt like it was like that. Yeah. Um, and then I will say, because oh, I remember the energy report was like, getting ideas coming in Mm, mm -hmm. and also the stuff coming up like the subconscious the dream stuff like Mm -hmm. to look at your dreams so for me I've had a lot of dreams I don't know if it's because I've been recording them more that I've been noticing my dreams more but I have noticed a lot of information from my dreams happening yeah and um that has been happening i also have been well i did get a lot of information like from my subconscious i guess basically like new stuff but one thing the biggest thing takeaway from this week i guess was i was realizing that um 
I have a lot. I have some inner child parts that feel well that haven't always done good things. <laughs> like basically, I've been embracing the parts of me that have been selfish, that have been like thinking mean thoughts about people. Let's say, good. or like feeling yeah, I feel like that's good. Yeah, me too. So mm-hmm. what I realized was that as I expanded. Um, you know, I learned so much from my business. Like my business is like my biggest growth point at this yeah. point. Like it's my pain point. And also I love it. I think because I love it so much. And it's, it really is like, just my heart's calling. And mm-hmm. as I put it more and more out in the world, it brings up all the stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 Life path, following your life yeah. path, and then relationships. Those like primary right. romantic relationships. Those are the two things that are so great, help you evolve and learn and also cause you a lot deep of pain. pain. Well, so for me, I don't... <laughs> As you ex- go. Yeah. So I haven't... Ex- I don't really experience a lot of pain with Brett. I would say almost zero. So for me, it's... I mean, not that we're not growing. It's just for whatever reason, we haven't felt that. I hope it continues. I feel the need to knock on wood. It has been 18 and a half years, so... <laughs> I think there's going to be a huge shift. <laughs> Probably will keep going. Probably that will feel that way. We do grow and work together, but for whatever reason, I think because my biggest thing is abandonment, and he doesn't bring up any of that in me. I trust him so much, so like I don't. But I do feel it with friendships sometimes. And anyway, the point being that right now my business is the thing, and what I realized was that I expanded a lot at the beginning of the year, and it freaked me out. Like those parts. And so what I realized this week was that when you expand, sometimes your inner critic parts will be scared that you're going to abandon them. I felt like this deep love for my parts that were like, oh, we're not allowed to go to that party. That's the party where nice people are. Oh, I know. Isn't that sad? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, you can come too. I love you. <laughs> come. Like I made it bigger, you know, like um, just like opened up the space so that there's more room for mm-hmm. my little inner critic parts that really aren't like they're they really are just feeling scared and threatened and they don't have to go into competition mode, but like they felt judged when they do it, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And so I was just yeah. giving them lots of love. I'm like, you're allowed in the party too. Like however much I expand, you're allowed to be here too. Cause mm-hmm. you know, I do have a lot of, um, I put a lot of like, I don't know what the right word is value I guess in being a loving person Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so when I have parts that aren't very loving parts of myself that are more into like oh well I don't like that person it feels kicked out of the party yeah yeah so I'm trying to just be like oh no like not to say I'm gonna go around being like mean to people but just like no come here let's talk about why you feel that way about this person why are you threatened or why do you you know and I love you everybody feels this way everybody Mm -hmm. has that and I'm not like even I bet even Jesus Christ himself had mean thoughts oh yeah I agree yeah (laughs) and that's what I'm comparing myself to okay (laughs) so me and Jesus (laughs) speaking of which I have to say okay I'm just kidding I hope everyone knows but I realized that Elizabeth Gilbert 
has replaced Oprah for me in terms of who I am admiring, like who I feel like, oh, she's mm-hmm. got a lot. Mm-hmm. Not that I want to, I'm not putting it. I actually, it's interesting as I say that out loud. I used to put Oprah on a pedestal. I'm not putting her on a pedestal. I just admire, I like a lot of the things she says. Yeah. And Oprah lately, sometimes she'll say things and I'll be like, oh, I'm not mm. as interested. So just felt like saying that. She's in a new, she's on Glennon Doyle's podcast, um, We Can Do Hard Things. Do you ever listen to no. that? No. Oh, it's so good. It's it's Glennon. the one that you mean Elizabeth Gilbert was a guest on there or she's yeah. co-hosting it? No, she's a guest. She was she's a, guest a guest this week, but the podcast itself is great. Oh, it's called cool. We Can Do Hard Things. It's Glennon Doyle, her sister, and Abby Wambach, her wife, Wambach. Uh-huh. Um, it's always really good, but she had, she goes by Liz, Liz Gilbert uh-huh. on, <laughs> for two weeks and it was really good. So I recommend Cool. That. Okay. Um. So it sounds like shadow work, which is eclipse stuff, is yeah. stuff you were doing because I, that's what I was going to say. Oh. I was also doing, which was, goes along with Truth Be Told, your card that you did oh, for yeah. last week, which to me, like, so as you know, Natasha, <laughs> I got angry about something that had to do with work yeah. and a contract yeah, and someone tr- mistreating me. Mm-hmm. Probably <laughs> sexist. <laughs> feel the like, anger. Coming through. I love um, it. I love the anger. <laughs> yeah. That's what I started to do was to, it was like at first I felt angry. This still is not resolved, any uh, listeners, in case you're wondering <laughs> what happened in the story. I can't tell you yet. But what I can tell you is that I was working with someone I hadn't worked with before at a publisher about a contract, and it felt very unfair to me and that I was being mistreated. And at first I felt like, just obsessed and focused and like kept going over and over. Okay, I'm going to do this and say this. And oh, he shouldn't have done that to me. And like, just really, why is he doing that? And what is he thinking? And you know, all those kind of, and, but it was like compounded because I was also kind of judging that. Like this is Judging bad. yourself. Is my feelings. Yeah, yeah. My anger. Kind of like, oh, there's something wrong with this. I shouldn't be obsessing about this, you know, like pushing against it. So I what I did know, I did notice, because this was a big topic last week for us, was like when you notice that, like fighting something. Oh, yeah, being, yeah. You, you know? And so I was kind of like, oh, I could feel that fighting, that feeling is not helping at all. So yeah. then when I was like, let me kind of, instead of being like, oh, I don't want to feel this. This is bad. If only he hadn't done this to me. You know, what, what if I kind of, is it really bad what I'm feeling? Like, is it? actually making me feel uncomfortable and I was like not really actually if I really kind of go hey this is just me reacting to being treated in a way that I don't want to be treated then I was like that's actually kind of powerful for me to be able to be like no no that's not gonna happen I'm not gonna sign that contract Uh. you can change it or not but if you don't then we won't move forward. And I just felt like, whoa, all this power rushing back. I could just feel, this feels good actually. So I can hang out in this until it's resolved. And will I feel angry? Yeah, I'll probably still feel angry, but I can can feel that. And it feels empowering. I love that. I started, I picked up The Untethered Soul yesterday. Uh, Have you read that? Yes, oh, I wait. read it and I love it. And well, we read it in a book club we were in years ago. Oh, I forgot. 
It I was never my seen... suggestion. Oh, it was? Oh, yeah. that's so funny. But I the forgot. reason I smiled was because I just did an Akashic clearing with someone where I tapped into this really like part of her essence that was so much silence and stillness. And she mentioned that she was reading that book. And I was like, yes, that exact that like feeling tapping into that empty, vast presence in yes. which everything else is arising. That's what. That yeah, it's about. very Sedona method, too, because it's very much about like. You are not um, the feelings. You're not yes, the thoughts. not identifying. Yeah. Like you're not this. You're not the anger. The anger yes. is there. Yes. But yes. that's not who, who you, you are. are. Yeah. Um, also write down we can do hard things in there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's very Sedona method, too who we've had mm-hmm. on our show. Totally. La- not this January, but last January. Um, yeah. That it's like letting that go he takes it a step further where he's like is there even a you to be bothered like (laughs) he's like you're not even his whole thing it's not just his it's you know I've been around a while but like is that there's no separation between us and other people which I do believe but his thing is also just like so therefore, it's all an illusion. There's not even a you there. There's not even like a center. Like you're part of an enormous all being consciousness and you don't actually have a center. And I don't love that as much. Probably my part of my ego gets threatened. But I also, I feel like I don't resonate with that part. Like it feels like I have traveled to enough dimensions and like been with be- guides and beings and angels to know that there's or to feel anyway that there's there is like different shades in the be in the all beingness. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can have your own experience even as you're part of the whole. Well, and we are having that ex- like yes. we can say that there is relative truth to that experience but yeah. the truth is that we are also having it <laughs> it yes. feels very real to us totally. that we have a center yeah but his thing is like if you tap in enough to this feeling of like oh I'm just part of this whole thing there's this is all happening you know on not to me myself but like I'm just witnessing this whole thing then you can feel more like you can go with the flow basically easier which I yeah. think there's truth to that but yeah and there's value in that tool but yeah. then I think I know what you're talking about too that <laughs> that there there is a point at which it can, can become kind of spiritual bypassy if you're like yeah oh, and no, also no, this annoying. is real yeah yeah and annoying too it's like okay yeah I get it there's <laughs> not a me there fine but I'm like, <laughs> like just you know but there is a lot there to be wit with witnessing Mm-hmm. the experience and coming out of war with the present moment the feelings you're having in the present moment the things that are happening in the present moment that's where that tool and tools like it like in the untethered soul yeah so like good. in the untethered soul he talks about in case you guys haven't read it how we have a voice in our head he talks about it as like the voice in your head the narrator and that's there that's what the mind does yeah but that's not you So it's like that's the shift is, oh, there's that voice in my head narrating and having opinions and suggestions, yeah (laughs) having all different, you know, like contradicting itself. I mean, it's not you. It's basically inner child parts, how I see it. All those little voices are like inner child parts having their own 
little well but even like the narration that is yeah it might be parts of us but also just the narration of like okay i'm gonna do this and this and this right right first i'm gonna get out of the shower then i'm gonna do this you know it's like it's gonna be there to some extent but the more we can get space around it and go oh there's that voice but there's me like there's consciousness open empty vast space in which those thoughts are arising yeah it just shifts the perspective and i would definitely say that's part of what i did this week too is that like there's the anger yeah. There's the voice telling me all the different things, ways I can respond. Yeah. <laughs> trying to imagine what other people are thinking. And there's then there's just empty open space that in which it's arising. And I can choose to have any number of relationships with that voice in my head. Yeah. I do think we could equate that to parts work because it could be like the true self, the highest self is the observer. And then we're observing the different. Like the part where you're like, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to do this could be like a very strong manager part. That's mm-hmm. like, okay, going to manage your day now. And I think <laughs> a lot of times we do think that's us, mm-hmm. our manager part or, our yeah. part, you know, because it's like it is managing things. So it's like, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we are bigger than all of that, mm-hmm. which I'll talk about in the energy report. Oh, so good. today we are... Um, we had a little reshuffling of our sketches in a number of ways. Mercury retrograde really showed its head for us this week. We're recording on a Sunday instead yeah, of our usual. We're just Friday. flowing with it. Yeah. And we had a little schedule. Yeah. Like I said, reshuffling. So Kate Good will be on our show. She's a human design expert who we love. And she's going to be on next Friday. So this week is just us. And we're going to answer a couple of questions. But before we do that, we would like to say thank you so much for reviewing us. Like, truly, 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 thank you. It really helps us share. If you would tell a friend, we'd love it. It really helps get the word out. We'd appreciate it so much. We already appreciate you all so much. Um, We love our reviews. Thank you. Um, Oh, we were going to read a review. Oh, yeah, I said I would, and then I don't have a review. (laughs) I'm sorry um oh right you were gonna read the one from from canada canada we were talking about our canada people um i can see if there's one here anyway um what else am i saying oh yeah if you could rate us on spotify and on write a review on apple Podcasts, or even just read us we appreciate it um, and subscribe too oh yeah subscribe, subscribe is fantastic for us um, I thought maybe I could see what's going on here to read a quick review. The latest ones are a fun start to my week. I love listening to you both. Such a sweet, fun way to start my week. Thank you. We love you. And Thank you. Love this show. I think we may have already. I don't know. I'll read this one. I can't remember if we read it. <clears throat> Monday's are my waking up with this podcast day? Did I already say this one? I don't remember. The time flies by when I'm walking or exercising. I always feel connected to conversation like I'm in it. It's magical and beneficial mentally for me. Thank you. So anyway, thanks you all. We appreciate you. Um, And you can call us and ask us a question. And we love that too. Yeah, we love it. You can leave us a voicemail. You should totally do it. Yeah. 828 333 Seven one eight one. That was like a oh radio God. station. 
828-333-7181. Maybe when you're dialing the number, you can even sing a little song in your head. Do your own song. Do your own song. Or you could sing that song. Whatever you want. We just Sky's the the limit. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. No song either. Whatever. It works. It's great. And you can also email us at magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com or go to our website, magicmondaypodcast.com, and hit ask a question. Whatever you want to ask about, we're here to answer. All right. What would you like to say? Oh, um, I would like to say that I would love for you to check out the sessions I'm offering. I'm doing Akashic Clearings, as I mentioned, and also feng shui consultations on zoom so i'm really loving offering these connecting with you guys um thanks so much for all of you who have already scheduled these um but you can learn more about these at tesswhitehurst.com they're right at the top feng shui and akasha clearing just click on those and learn about them and schedule right from my site yeah and you can do the same for me and you can go to highestlighthealing.com you can check out my um, sessions as well energy healing energy reading sessions and um, you can get on the newsletter to find else what's up I've been doing a lot of thinking about what else is up like just mm. I have been having a lot of ideas maybe that is what happened last week too but I'm ideas. kind of letting them percolate I don't I want to I'm waiting to act on anything until I really feel like oh that's the thing I'm gonna do oh yeah yeah. I was acting on one of those ideas oh. when the, the contract villain came uh, to. No. <laughs> no, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't okay. want to say he's a villain, but just to refer back so you guys know. Right. Just so you about. know who I mean. Yeah. I, mean, I just needed to choose a word to yeah. use to refer to him. So I chose villain. <laughs> just randomly. <laughs> um, all right. Should we go to our questionis? Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, so or do you want to start with the first one? Oh, it's up to you. If you, I, you can. Okay, start. we'll start with this one. This is from Sarah. How do you reconcile the differences when metaphysical information sources disagree with each other? Let's use flower essences as a real life example. This happened to me. If I seek out agapanthus essence to enhance my personal impeccability, but the maker of the essence I buy indicates that the essence should be used to help overcome the impulse to hoard, what's the best course of action? Go with the meaning you started with. In my case, I have no issues with hoarding, but always strive to be impeccable in word and action. Choose the meaning intuitively. Try to combine the meaning somehow, something else. Thank you for considering my question. Yeah. I love this question because I feel like this is a genuine, genuine, that's not a word, a general. I was combining genuine and general. New word. A uh, question about trusting your intuition. Were you going to say something? I mean, you, no, I, I can okay. chime in later. You start. Okay. Well, so yeah. So I think that it, this is really does come back to or down to trusting your intuition like I don't think there would be anything there's especially something like with flower essences you're not gonna go wrong like it's okay to take something that says it's for not hoarding if you're not a hoarder like it doesn't matter or if you don't have that issue it's fine um 
And it, did she say that she read the meaning somewhere so she wasn't having an instinct, but one source said one thing and another source said another mm-hmm. thing, right? I mean, that, that was the feeling I got. Yeah. So I would just, when something like that happens, I would just trust your intuition. And it's really interesting because I just happened to come across in, I took this um like two year long energy healing course, like oh boy, seven years ago or something. And I had the notebook and I just happened to open to this page that said echinacea is good for your business, like for the flower essence for it. Like if you're aligned with your purpose, it helps it to like really take off. Mm. I just read it randomly and I was like, I have never heard that before. And um, I asked my teacher because now I'm friends with her and she was like, yeah, I just got that information. I just like heard that. And so everybody who's doing this is in some ways just getting their own information, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like they're listening. This is not um, a science. It's really, it's uh, listening to yourself and listening to the information and, you know, and so like I tuned in with myself. Do I feel this? And I was like, maybe. I wasn't entirely sure. So this is for you to like, yeah, I would just say the bottom line is, especially if it's something like this to really trust yourself and okay I'm gonna go off on a teeny bit of a tangent here but I think this is so important especially in the metaphysical world because like for instance when somebody comes to me I've said this before but like I always tell them trust your information over mine like even let's say worst case scenario you're not believing me because you have protectors up and you don't want to believe it or like you're feeling defensive that's fine then maybe you're not in a place to hear it and that's fine the best case scenario is I'm wrong and you're right (laughs) and you are going to listen to your intuition and you'll be better off. Like there's no, it's really important. I think because metaphysical stuff can be fuzzy sometimes and like it can't because it is, we're not dealing with like the concrete absolute fact, like, you know, physical kind of facts. Like, it can feel, it is important to feel into it. Okay. Oh, I'm in this flow. Like I feel this, I trust this or the, okay, I'm going to go with this. This is something that I trust is really an important part of getting information from things like this. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like a little bit hesitant in some ways saying that because it's like, I still very much believe a lot of it to be true, but I also think because there aren't, you know, definite it's not like math where you can say oh this definitely adds up there are a lot of people out there who can maybe twist things or even if it's not nefarious they're just getting like with my teacher let's say she's getting information that's right for her body let's say it may not be right for my body yeah but I'm not going to know that and and something like with flower essences there's not going to be a negative thing if I take it it's just like oh maybe it just won't have a the effect Yeah, I heard one time I heard a teacher say that, a a spiritual teacher say that with flower essences, the worst thing that can happen is nothing. Right, exactly. So yeah, so I may just, who knows, like, I may get that flower essence, I may not, but if I'm listening myself, then I can, you know, best case, let's say it doesn't work, I save myself some money, you save yourself some money. But yeah, I would say ultimately listen to your instinct. And if you're not sure, maybe you could try a pendulum, pendulum. That's how you say that word. 
Actually, mm-hmm. we're going to hear it again in the next question. Um, you can try that. You can pick a card. You can, you know, but make sure you're not giving your power away to the pendulum or power away to the card or power away to a source. You're listening to your higher self and just like, okay, I'm going to let go. There's no high stakes here. What do you think? What's your the answer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with the this particular example, yeah, I would say that this just sounds like two different things that the same flower essence might do. Too. Right. That's I mean, true like too. Yeah. everything Natasha said. Also, like it depends on the person and the moment and what your intuition tells you. Um, but to me, I could see those being kind of in the same world. The, the the same current of energy. It's yeah. like to me, impeccability, I feel like part of my impeccability, like living in a way that feels aligned for me is living without clutter, making my bed in the morning, like these kind of like anchoring, yeah, putting order and harmony in my home. So I could see those two things being just two different aspects of the same current of energy. You may or may not need the hoarding thing, but it's in there. Um, but sometimes sources disagree and maybe you don't resonate with one of the things. Maybe it isn't, doesn't, just doesn't feel right to you. But it does remind me of, what is that? Have you heard about that? Um, I feel like there's this philosophical parable. I feel like maybe I learned about it in my philosophy of religion class or something where it's like three blind men trying to describe an elephant. Have you heard of this? Like one is touching the ear and one's touching Uh, the tail and one's touching the skin and they're all right, but they're all just talking about a different aspect of the elephant. Yeah. And then I also, maybe that was in philosophy of religion, maybe it wasn't, but I know that in philosophy of religion, um, the teacher who I loved so much, it was this class I took years ago that really affected me. She, I remember her using as an example for trying to describe divinity or spirituality to someone who doesn't know what it is or hasn't had that experience she was like describe try to describe an avocado to someone who's never had an avocado and then she's like what words would you use and people were like uh it's kind of like a creamy artichoke taste you know like Mm -hmm. we were all trying it and she's like but it's not an artichoke right right?" (laughs) you know it's like that's what we're trying we're kind of like approximating we're using language to describe energy to describe yes. spiritual experience so it's not going to be exactly accurate it's that's just us what, trying to yeah sorry to interrupt but I was going oh, no. to say that's what I was trying to say you said it better than I did because like I felt like basically what I was saying it could be like someone could be like well then it's all bogus if you can't describe hmm. it or whatever mm-hmm. but no it's because we're going into this kind of language where it's harder to describe things it mm-hmm. can feel like different for each person you you just described that so perfectly what I was trying to say that feeling of like yeah it will feel different for everybody so that's why it really is and part of I almost feel like I'm just feeling this now like part of this spiritual path is about learning how to trust yourself more and more because everybody will be not necessarily everybody, but a lot of people will be describing the same thing in different ways. Mm-hmm. Or different parts of this. Or same different thing. parts of the same thing. And so it's so, this is part of the path is to be trusting, oh, this is my experience. Yes, yeah, she's feeling that, they're feeling that, but this is my experience and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And I just happen to have the my 
advanced buckler therapy book on my desk. So oh. I just wanted to open to, like, for instance, I just open randomly and I open to oak, the flower essence for oak. And it says, oak is for people who cannot give up. And then it says, oak is used for the basic treatment of <laughs> pig-headedness, excessive responsibility, <laughs> uncompromising and unyielding behavior, a compulsive sense of obligation and ambition. So like maybe one site would say oak is for ambition. And then another site would say unyielding behavior. And then you'd mm -hmm. be like, well, I don't have unyielding behavior, but I do. My ambition feels very intense. So like... You know, kind of what you were saying. It's like the same current, but treating mm -hmm. different things. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like pig-headedness seems not only harsh, but also sort of anti-animal. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Also, <laughs> pigs are very sweet creatures. Right. Um, <laughs> okay. This is a pig-friendly podcast. <laughs> so, um, okay, here's a question. Are we, we're going to answer three today. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So here's one that was emailed in. Okay. Hello. Um, number one, I love your show. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you for prioritizing it. that. That's number one. <laughs> okay. Number two, question. What are your thoughts on using a pendulum for online dating apps? I know this might sound bizarre. It doesn't. FYI. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Okay. I haven't dated in a long time. I was married for almost 10 years to a malignant narcissist. I haven't heard it talked about as malignant. Is there a oh, I have. narcissist? <laughs> well, it means like when it they're really dangerous. Uh, uh, overt. And, no? uh, not just overt. Oh. I think malignant means when it, this is a behavior that is, you know, putting people in danger, yeah. you know, yeah. not just plain old being a narcissist being the center of everything but also manipulative and yeah. i mean we know that narcissism isn't good but i think ma ma I malignant means i i heard it used <laughs> when i heard a podcast it was conspirituality mm -hmm. with stephen hassan the cult expert and he was talking about his book the cult of trump oh, and he okay. was saying trump uh, yeah that he would be Definitely. an example of a malignant narcissist when this is creating dangerous situations oh, for people. I see. And I've been single for the last two years. I'm finding that these dating apps are like catalog shopping for men, and I'm completely overwhelmed by the choices, and it results in analysis paralysis. On a whim, I tried using my pendulum to decide whether or not I wanted to communicate with certain men, and my pendulum had very clear answers. I wrote six names on a paper and asked which of these men would benefit my highest good and the highest good of all if I communicate with them. Out of the six names, one was a huge no, one was a huge yes, and one was a maybe, and three were clear no's. Can I trust this? Thank you. Love you guys. This is basically, I just realized, like the same question. Mm. <laughs> the answer is yes, you can, as you're trusting yourself when you trust that. And also, great way to... Well, Tess has a great pendulum class. You should check it out. It's on your site, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's an online class that you can order and take. Yeah. And it also sounds like you're already doing it, but that might give you a little more confidence if you take that class and you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing this in a way that feels right. Um, I mean, this is right. It may just validate it for you. But to me, it sounds like you're definitely getting answers here. And... There's the good news is there's a great way to test it out. Go out with the huge yes and <laughs> see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is that it, 
what I would say is to think of it, to think of those yeses, to think of those answers mm-hmm. as answers about what action to take next, but not necessarily about the long term, like take then take continue to take it one oh, step yeah. at a time. Because what the pendulum does in my experience is it tunes you into how you're feeling now with the information you have now. So yes. you like, when you like see these oracle oh. cards, I was going to say, your tarot cards. That those do that too? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it just because I guess what I'm trying to say is when I first started out with the pendulum, I may have been like, oh, this was a huge yes. So now any information that doesn't match that must be wrong somehow, like because I got this huge yes. So I don't know why, but I have to keep dating this person no matter what happens <laughs> or something. Like I might have just had that kind of concept of that's how it works. Right. Like I, I know not just what action to take next, but like the whole story from here on out. But it's just I have learned it's not really that. It's what the pendulum does is it's like and it, because, you know, that we're in this experience of time and the best we can do is kind of tune into the next steps and kind right. of get a feeling. But it's not, you're not going to ever know for sure 100%. But this is kind of just the nature of dating anyway, <laughs> is, you know, okay, yeah, I have a good feeling about this. And I can tune in, the, the pendulum helps you tune into your body, helps synthesize all the different ways of knowing into being able to see, yes, no, maybe. So then from there, yeah, okay, reach out, go on a date. And then you can always check back in, like, okay, did how did if you don't know for sure, you might know for sure. Oh, I want to see that person again, or I don't. But if you don't know for sure, you can always tune in again and yeah. see what the next steps may be. To me, that is the same as tarot or the oracle. Because it's like, I feel like a lot of people can use tarot as like future telling. Will I marry this person? Will this be <laughs> how is the rest of my life? Like, you know, what's the future of this? And it's like, well, the future is every single moment as you're, you know, in it like it's unfolding in my opinion I don't think there I personally don't think there is a definite future that has happened um so like same thing with the tarot like okay so should I is this person for my highest good I really like how she asked that question too it wasn't like should (laughs) I do this but like does this serve my highest good and so it's like okay so the tarot says yes and or the pendulum says yes and so then you go out with them and maybe you go out with them and you don't have a good time, but then somehow you meet someone else on the date or like totally. something else. Yeah. That, like that's what you were saying. Like it may not be like, okay, now everything. It's just like, yes, for who knows why. Maybe it is. Yes, because that's the best person. Or maybe it's like, that's the energy flow. That's your next lessons, whatever. It yeah. Is. And it might bring up something that feels uncomfortable and it might not be the person, but then it might help you to learn and grow and heal find more compassion for yourself than you otherwise would have so yeah that's another way for it to be highest good yeah okay thanks for the question i love this question okay last question did we oh can i just say one other thing actually i just happened to as i was sitting here i was like what is this right after we answered that question i was like what is this and i picked up i accidentally have this black moonstone that was just by my by my butt (laughs) and then I looked up what does black moonstone mean and it means it it has all the properties of white moonstone with an extra focus on the new moon energy 
or the beginning of things. This is a great stone to bring out at the start of any new endeavor, new relationship, or a new pregnancy. So maybe to the person whose question I just answered, get some nice black moonstone. Because ah. it seems like this is like new energy, new relationship, and it can help support that. Okay, final question. This is from Trish. How can we reactivate magical gifts from a past life? Do you want me to answer or do you want to Yeah, I want you to start. Okay. So, well, my first, I actually have questions, which are, what are, like, are you, well, yeah, I would have more questions if she was here. Like, do you know, are you sensing something and that's why you're asking that? Or are you assuming, are you assuming you have magical gifts, Trip? (laughs) I'm just kidding. We all have magical gifts. But um, so I'm, so I kind of have more questions for it. But what I, this is my feeling with past lives is that we take all of this with us and if there's something that unless we have resolved lessons and then we don't bring that forward with us but like um, if there's lessons from the past that we still need to learn we experience them now in the present and it can be helpful to de-energize past lives and update contracts and stuff like that so we can be more clearly in the present um, and then learn the lessons here from that the power of the moment but the same thing is true with with gifts like we take them with us so um we you you already have it so if you're no if you know specifically like oh i just have the sense that like let's say i don't know i I was like a very strong intuitive and in this life i'm really blocking my intuition um i would say like if we're going to use that example, to start um, clearing out your energy, like breathe in light, release anything that doesn't serve you and, and just start to intend to develop, work on developing your intuition, if that's the thing. And if you did have like amazing intuition in past life, once you start on that path of like, okay, this is what I want to create, it's going, you can call that power back to you. It's going to come back to you. You can also just intend like any, anything that's latent inside me that's from a past life, can I intend to open it up um, in terms of gifts? Um, you could also work with your dreams, but I would just say it doesn't have to be so complicated. I feel like it can be very simple, like, be, again, because we all contain all the things. And especially, again, if you had more access to it in a past life, if you're intending to it in this life, you can just have that intention and then watch what unfolds in the present. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I think the simplicity thing I really resonate with because I think a lot of it. A lot of the gifts that we have that are, you know, we have brought forth from past lives are things that we might not actually realize are even gifts. Like we just like, well, I've always had this. So does everybody must have this? Oh, that's interesting. You just said that because I just was talking to somebody about that, like about even like with my book, sometimes I'm like. Well, at some point, I feel like, well, everybody already knows this because I Uh know it so well. Yeah. And it's like, no, (laughs) it's not true. Totally. I think that is like I when I first started teaching 
um, about feng shui and space clearing, I remember I had to over and over again be like, this is not basic to people. Like I was like, oh, everyone's going to be bored because they all know this. And, you know, I was like, no, 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 they really don't. Like, and yeah. then I kept having that affirmed to me because people would ask questions that they didn't know. Yeah. And then, you know, so a lot of that, I think we have to kind of realize <laughs> It, it's not going to be as spectacular as like, oh, I suddenly can read minds. It's like, no, you probably right. already can. Yeah. You just have to realize that that's just a gift you have. That's something that maybe you didn't realize was a <sighs> gift before. This really goes into the energy report. I got to oh. tell you, because it's also about valuing what mm. you have. Like yeah. you may be underplaying, you may not value it because it's just like, like you said, oh, everybody has this. But the <laughs> more you value it, the more it will grow and the more you'll connect to it and the more you open up, like yeah. your energy opens up to it. Like what you focus on grows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I, it's interesting because Ted has a natural ability to play music and he yeah. knows how to play all the instruments and like he, he really, you could tell, he's like, oh, you could play guitar. Oh, I, I think everybody can play guitar. Like, no, yeah. definitely they cannot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, same I know thing for with fact. Brett. Like he can <laughs> fix everything no matter what it is. And he's just like, you can do this too. All I do is watch YouTube videos and learn. I'm like, no, yeah. you are absolutely yeah. wrong. I start to watch that YouTube video. My mind seizes up, <laughs> glosses mm -hmm. my yeah, energy. is just like, tunes out. I can't, no. Yeah. 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 And then the other thing I would say is to follow what's interesting to you. Yeah. So there definitely. may be certain things that can be kind of reawakened or you can find a certain like when I did learn feng shui or when I did learn Akashic clearing and it was like a way to channel a gift that I have and I wouldn't have known how to learn those things if I hadn't been intensely interested in them. So if something is just really intriguing to you, like a certain kind of energy healing a certain kind of modality, flower essences, flower communication, or whatever it is. Or then... even if it's math. Oh, yes. Or guitar. Or yeah. fixing things in your house. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. Just do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Follow that. And don't think, oh, I have to have, I have to show aptitude before I even begin. Because that might be the, you showing the aptitude. The fact that you even find it interesting at all is you recognizing something that resonates with you there. So follow it and don't feel like you have to be amazing at it right out of the gate. Just kind of go with the curious flow of, of what you want to try. Yeah. Sometimes it will really connect, though, where it's like, oh, boy, wow, this feels like coming home. Like when I picked up my fiddle for the first time, I always feel self-conscious when I talk about which I don't often, but with you, because the only time you heard it was this terrible recording. So I can, of me playing the fiddle. So I feel like you're like, Oh God, I don't know. I really don't feel like that at all. Okay. I felt, I have, I, I felt like it was a great recording. Oh no. The fiddle, the fiddle part was really terrible. It was like, I was like, how is that? It was weird. Cause I played it and Brett was like, that was great. And then when we listened to it, we were both like, what happened? Like, it was off key when it was on the record. It was really weird. It doesn't matter. The point is, like, when I picked it up for the first time, like, I used to play as a little kid. But when I picked it up as an adult, I started to cry just holding it. Hmm. And I felt like, oh, and I'm still going to cry again. That Having that hmm. feeling because I've been away from it for a while. I haven't played it and I keep meaning to. So... And it was like, I felt like I was coming home to something and 
I really did like I could suddenly I close my eyes and I can play by heart. Like I mean, I can play by ear. I don't need any music. Like, in fact, when people are like, it's in the key of whatever, I'm like, I that doesn't <laughs> help me because I don't know what that means, but I'll find it. This is going to be really cheesy with my heart because that's what I do. I close my yeah. eyes and I just feel it, you know. And so some things I do think like you'll it will find its way to you. I really think if it's meant for you, you'll find it through your desires through like you mm-hmm. said. Yeah. Okay. So thank you for your questions. Questions. Um, <laughs> we, will, we, want, we will answer more, hopefully, in three weeks because we have guests for the next two weeks. Oh, right. Yeah. Send us some more questions, guys. We need them. We, lo- we need them. We love them. Okie dokie. Now it's time for the energy report. Oh, God. That was a bad one. I'm going to do it again. Hold on. It's time for the energy report. Okay, good. So, um, <laughs> what I want to say about this week is that Ron is sitting in his chair looking really cute. So that's uh, the first thing. Maybe I'll take a pic for Instagram. Do people like how many cat pictures I post on Instagram? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, think they do. You do? Okay. Yeah, I think people always want to see cat pictures. I feel like mm. people want to see cat pictures more than anything else, really. Do you think Everybody. so? Okay. Yeah. What about dog pictures? Because I have a not, couple. Not, of- no. Oh. Not the same amount as. Oh. I mean, sometimes, I yes, true. for sure. Do you know yeah, that I, dogs I, are more popular than cats? Really? Even pictures of them? I, I find um, it hard to believe. Hmm. You, t- you know what? Maybe put it in the Magic Monday newsletter this week. Could you ask people? Yeah. Do you like pictures of dogs or cats better? Do you prefer (laughs) or is it equal? Do you want them on our Instagram account? Okay. Yeah, I'll try to remember to So sign up for our newsletter, (laughs) (laughs) magicmondaypodcast.com. And please answer the poll. Speaking of polls, I am going to send out a poll in general for Magic Monday in a little bit to see what people are wanting. We want to serve the people. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. And that's you, listener. Okay. Magic Monday. I mean, energy report. So, <laughs> okay. These are the things I feel this week. First of all, you know, we did have an eclipse yesterday. Full moon eclipse in Scorpio. Yep. Double, double, double. That's my wow, way of saying Mercury's, double. Yeah. And while Mercury is retrograde. Yeah, it's a lot, y'all. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. even though this is the case... I'm connecting to a real heart chakra energy this week. And I feel like this is what we were talking about in terms of valuing ourselves and allowing ourselves to feel joy, like kind of taking the leap to feel joy and to feel love for yourself and to let yourself do that. Like to know, I've talked about this before and I also, um, well, this was validated for me in another way this week. I'm not going to go. It's a whole story. But the point being is that so, uh, certainly I and I think a lot of people in this capitalistic society kind of compartmentalize having fun and joy and work. So there's a category for that. And then there's a category for work. You know, that's like I, we just watched Severance. Have you watched Severance yet? Oh or do you know God, about that? Yes. show? 
Very so good. So good. Very intense. So the thing is that when we, but it's all part of the same thing. That's the thing is like when you are serving yourself by loving, by even giving yourself time to like, like this week, um, my daughter was homesick and I was like, you know what? We watched the show called Made to Love. It's so good. You would probably like that. Did you watch that? Mm -mm. Oh, it's really good. It's on HBO. And I was like, you know what? Should I be doing a variety of other things? (laughs) Yeah, it's what I felt should. But I was like, I feel like I need to be letting myself have fun and have more joy. And like, so I let my, I was like, I let myself, you hear that, watch two episodes with her. I was like in the middle of the day. It felt very luxurious. Mm-hmm. And, um, but here's the thing. It really does like even little things like that will informs the rest of our lives. I've said this so many times before recently because this has been a lesson of the year, I think. I feel like this lesson has been coming up a lot. It's been like, we'll have a week where it's like, yes, let yourself feel the joy. And then other things will come up and then this lesson comes up again. So there's more allowance for this again this week. And it's because when we let ourselves feel joy, when we let ourselves do the things for fun, it connects us to ourselves beyond the programming. It connects us to who we really are. And that helps, that then will inform our work, in a, you know, and it'll form our lives. It'll inform our relationships. The more we let ourselves be ourselves, which includes joy and fun and valuing ourselves, it really ripples out to make all of our lives better. Yes. But we're really taught that it's frivolous. It's, you know, I have the same thing, programming I have to fight against. Like, it's a waste of time. Like, that's only for after hours, you know, whatever that means. Like, you know, you can't do these things. But Um, So that's part of the lesson and also part of the anchoring this week. If the eclipse energy kind of gets takes you away from your center, because I do feel that it might come in kind of fast this week. (laughs) Like, woo, Mm -hmm. what happened? Who am I? (laughs) Like, oh, I got lost in my programming. Who am I? And I think what will help us come back to it is anchoring back into the heart. Oh, Oh, I love myself. How can I be kind to myself? What do I want to do for fun? Do I want to pick up the violin again? Do I want to go do something like go run around, I don't know, in the park? (laughs) Do I want to (laughs) dance? Like these things will change your life as much as sitting in front of a computer or whatever it is that you're doing for work. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing I wanted to say is that I keep getting the message of, of is this eclipse energy can be bringing in these old patterns, right? These childhood patterns and ancestral patterns, family patterns. And if you can try to remember too, that that's what it is like rise above it. You don't have, when we go into the pattern and try to figure it out, it's you get, we get stuck in it. It's like going into quicksand, but if we can rise above it, like take a breath, like we were talking about before, oh, that's not who I am. That's a pattern. That's not what I am. And in fact, that's a family pattern. Oh, okay. So it's especially heavy or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's not mine. I can disconnect from it and just know, oh, that's a pattern. That's not me. And I'm just kind of seeing the image of this pattern as like a block of energy that you can like release into the water, let it go or release into a fire. Mm -hmm. Just have that visual. That's not mine. Handing it back. 
and coming back to your heart. Yeah. Okay. Ah, I love it. Yeah. So self-compassion, I feel like too, is something I'm tuning into with that. Is Because I... Heart, in heart, addition, heart. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to the anger thing, I also this week have felt, like I mentioned, the vulnerability and the shyness. Like I've kind of... That's come up. Like this just like... I feel mm. so like people won't like me or mm. awkward or yeah. just very weird. Like I don't fit in. And then I am like, oh, that's how people feel. Like that's how most people feel when they meet new people or when, you know, it's like just the thing about being a human. Well, I also so think if you can think about whenever I feel like we have feelings like that come up to think about like, oh, well, how did I feel in childhood or where did I feel that in childhood? Like for you, I know your mom basically made you feel that way. Like she was like, my way is yeah. the right way. I mean, I also felt like that at school because I mean, my well, yeah. family had a funeral chapel and I didn't okay, really so relate it was, to other kids. It was like <laughs> fortified at school. There, Yeah, I mean, I did. I found people that I trusted and liked, but. I did generally feel very weird. Like a weird well, what person. I want to say about that is like, yeah, when I moved in seventh grade, I always thought it was so seventh grade is when I started feeling weird mm. because I moved from New York to Palo Alto and I was like, people were like, you're, I was like really popular in New York. Different, and yes. then, and then, yeah. And then in California, I was weird. People used uh -huh. to tell me that. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's when it started. But the truth is it started because, yeah, it happened there and that was real. And I don't want to take away from that. That definitely did happen. But I think also if I had had a home life where my mom was like, oh, my God, I love you. I love your mm -hmm. weirdness. You're amazing. Yeah. Then yeah. that wouldn't have had such a. Totally. You know, but anyway. Yeah. But I also do feel like there is a thing about being a social so yes. social like we as humans we want so much yes. to connect with people and then when we want to connect with people and we don't know them yet we feel awkward often and then we often will be like oh that's because I am awkward yeah, yeah. <laughs> where that's the story attached to the natural feeling of being a human so just kind yeah. of like putting space around that and we can this is an example of this conversation of how there's a number of ways that we can do that including self-compassion yes this is a moment of suffering suffering is a part of life may I be kind to myself yeah, I should. Uh, yeah, that's definitely I feel very strongly this week. Lot, I feel like there's a lot of energy to support self-compassion. Oh, yeah. I can feel that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I'm feeling opening. like we're talking about the eclipse, Mercury retrograde, and I have been feeling Mercury retrograde for sure. But I do. I have been feeling lots of joy and lots of like, even though I'm like, oh, yes. awkwardness and anger and like confusion <laughs> with the Mercury retrograde, there is also like a real sweet, vulnerable feeling of, oh, this is life. Like here I am being a human in life and it feels beautiful. I feel yeah. that a lot too. Yeah. I do too. <sighs> okay. So now it's time for practical magic. So I actually did not realize that I did put self-compassion in Practical Magic to mention. Oh. And now I'm looking at the notes I took and it's right there. Oh, <laughs> so that. I'm tuning into that for this week is being able to, and we've talked about this before on this podcast, 
if you really want to go into it, I recommend the book Self-Compassion by Dr. Kristen Neff. Mm -hmm. Um, But she... The Self-Compassion Workbook, I think it's called. Well, she has one that's just called Self-Compassion. And she also has one called The Self-Compassion Workbook. I read just Self-Compassion, The Proven Power of Being Kind to Yourself is the one I read. And um, she talks about this practice, this mindfulness practice, where you notice you're suffering in some way, which could be vulnerability. It could be anger. It could be like being annoyed with your phone since it's mercury retrograde or you know texts not sending properly i mean any way that you may feel like you're suffering annoyance pain any of it you stop place your hands on your heart or one hand on your heart one hand on your belly send yourself love through your hands like actually like as if you're hugging yourself sending yourself love or you know as if you're sending love to a friend or a loved one by touching them and you say, this is a moment of suffering. So you should acknowledge it. And that that already shifts energy because you're just acknowledging it. Suffering is a part of life. This is something all living beings experience. May I be kind to myself in this moment. May I give myself the compassion I need. So thinking about that, I feel like that during this period, Mercury retrograde and eclipse, is what's going to help shift from you know, pain, suffering, yeah. annoyance, shift into that love energy that we're both tuning into for this week. So remembering self-compassion. That's what I then, was saying about the heart being the anchor this week. Yeah, and the alchemy, the yeah. alchemizer. Yeah. And then the other thing I want to mention is Mercury Retrograde Challenge is still happening, which I have been doing right along with everybody who's participating. And it's so I feel so great about it. It just helps to feel proactive. Like there's an anchor of being able to work with this energy instead of just feel like you're the victim of it. So then when things come up, like the other, I mean, there's been, it's very classic Mercury retrograde stuff has been happening around my household. And when it comes up, I feel like doing the challenge helps me be like, oh yeah, well, it's Mercury retrograde. It's okay. It's just an annoying thing. It'll pass. It's fine. Instead of getting all, you know, tied up in it. Um, But so this week, I'd love for you to just go see the challenge. It's at testwhitehurst.com. But to give you a sort of preview Today, Monday, the task is to make a playlist with new music that you haven't heard before, new to you music, to help revamp your relationship with music and kind of get new energy patterns flowing. It could be your Mercury Retrograde playlist. I think and you then said tomorrow... that last time. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah. I got ahead of it then. Oh, maybe. okay. I was like... Also, I while you were extra. talking, you started freezing. Did you see that? Oh, no, I didn't know. It started. It's okay. I mean, I'm just saying it's ironic. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Mercury will do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Then, okay. So, yeah, I may have mentioned that last week. Tuesday, tomorrow, revisit your travel goals. So you don't have to make travel plans, but do just look like, where do I want to go in my life? Kind of get clear on that. What trips do I want to take? Because writing stuff down has magical powers too. It can help you to manifest those things. And then you'll just know what your goals are. It's not really a great time to make travel plans, not just because it's Mercury retrograde, but because of the plane ticket prices. Oh, is that what's happening? It's pretty, it's prohibitive. It's pretty bad. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, I was going to take a trip, a couple trips. And I was like, ah, now I got to wait. Oh, so they've risen. Okay. Like tripled, it seems like. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Or 
or we more can talk even, about but, that later. Yeah. Anyway, so but the point is, <laughs> this is not about making the travel plans. It's about getting clear on where you want to go. And then Wednesday, clear and clean your workspace. This is my favorite kind of Mercury retrograde stuff to do. Thursday, roll up loose change. It's abundance magic. I love that. Oh, it's like you're getting in that energy of money, but you're also creating harmony there with the little details. So helps bring more financial like you become more of a money magnet. Friday, donate old books, creating space for new energy and information and ideas and perspectives to flow in. Saturday, cleanse with sage smoke. If you are sensitive to smoke, you can use a selenite wand, you could use a smudge spray, but do be careful of small children and pets. And then Sunday is a sea salt and lavender bath. So resetting, another way to kind of reset and clear your energy. Do you, I know there, what do you think about clearing with sage smoke and appropriation? Well, ever since, uh, I I think one of our guests mentioned to say cleansing with sage smoke instead of smudging, Mm -hmm. which I have been saying because it is, I think smudge is a, is a, um, Word that is specific to Native American ceremonies. Okay. But my opinion is that I think that there has been some misinformation about sage being endangered, which is, you know, people are growing it as a crop, just like they're growing basil and cilantro. So. I don't believe that that's true. Um, Mm -hmm. You can certainly look for ethically sourced sage, for organic sage. um, And it it has this dynamic. This is a magical property of sage. It cleanses energy. So to me, I feel like that is something that we are. As long as we're not calling it smudging. We are all entitled to do that. And yeah, smudging, I have called it that in the past. But now that I realize that that's specific to Native American ceremonies, I say cleanse with sage smoke. Okay. Because then you said smudge stick, which made me think Oh, did I say smudge stick? Yeah. Well, sometimes they are called that on Amazon. But yeah, I meant to say a bundle of dried sage. Okay, good. Just clearing that up. And in the latest goddess provisions box, which is great. um, And yeah, um, they have an ethically sourced, like on a small farm, white sage um, spray. It's really Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Okay. And, you know, just throwing it out there that if you get a goddess provisions box on our website, then you help support the show and we appreciate it. Okay, so now we're going to pick a card. But before we do, I'll just say, really, you can find me two places, highestlighthealing.com and, well, that's not true. You can, okay, and where you can find out about my everything going on and Instagram at highestlighthealing. Um, and if you want to read about the energy report, you can go to Mind Body Green on Tuesdays. It comes out. And you can find me at TessWhitehurst.com. That's where you can also find the Mercury Retrograde Challenge activities. Um, and you can find me at on Instagram at Tess4444, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author. And on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. And you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com, as we have said. And uh, if you're listening, you probably figured out where to listen to us. Oh, there's also Magic Monday Podcast listeners group on Facebook. I'm really thinking about leaving Facebook. I feel like I've said it before. I'm hardly ever on there anyway, but I just kind of feel like energetically, I kind of want to leave there. Hmm. Um, okay. So I'm Okay, so what are you 
Yeah, I'm picking from the Starseed Oracle. The Starseed Oracle by Rebecca Campbell. Okay, I am drawing from my very own Magic of Flowers Oracle. Okay, what did you get? I got Camellia, which mm. is activate. So Cam- can you can I see that? Is that Cam- Camellia? I think that's the oil that I make for my face. That's like the main thing I use. Oh, really? Yeah. It's um, related to tea. Tea is a kind of Camellia. Oh. Tea leaves. So in the image, the woman is like over her open palm. There is a Camellia blossom in a mandala of light it's a metatron's cube it's a um, sacred geometrical construct and it's really this activating energy Mm. which is the idea of the mercury retrograde challenge is being proactive it's not like oh now we have mercury retrograde we have to just be its victim it's like, let's really work with this. Let's work with this transformational energy. Let's get rid of the stuff we no longer need. Let's revise old paradigms that don't serve us anymore and just clear the way for energy to flow. But let me just read a little bit from the beginning of this card description. The time is right for you to breathe life power and forward movement into an idea, project, or situation, or simply for you to activate your personal energy and get your momentum flowing in a positive direction. Just as a room can begin to feel stale and stagnant when no one visits it, or limbs can atrophy when they aren't being moved, stuckness in regard to our dreams, goals, relationships, or activities just breeds more stuckness unless we take proactive measures to shake things up and get things moving. So, yeah. So it really is kind of yeah. the, the positive aspects of Mercury. Yeah. I want to read just a little bit more. As you hold in your mind what could use a powerful dose of activation in your life, tune into Camellia's vibrant vibrant strength and life force and feel her unsticking any old stuffy energetic conditions and patterns filling them with the bright light of possibility positive movement and success i love it that is very much mercury retrograde challenge energy it is and also whenever i see a camellia i do always think of the heart it feels so aligned with the heart energy interesting um okay so i got star ancestors And what this is saying is the ancients knew much more about what we do with our connection. Sorry, the ancients knew much more than we do about our connection with the stars. The pyramids, temples, and other places of worship created in precise alignment with the stars exist in all corners of the world. What if this ancient wisdom is available for you to uncover now? You're being called to think and listen with your ancient heart and soul. This is kind of like the past life's question i know yeah to tap into the part of you that remembers and knows exactly like that all ancient secrets are whispered forever in your ears this is like oh my god exactly like that question it's wild. Mm-hmm. all mystic knowing blooms in your heart all potent power pumps through your veins you're being invited to step into your ancient knowingness to be held by the rememberings of the star and ancestors um so, yeah, basically, that's it. And it also, to me, does feel like what I was tapping into, the energy report, is this by tapping into your heart and and the joy and having fun, the one thing I forgot to really mention also is, like, 
well, I kind of alluded to this when I was talking about like picking up the fiddle or picking up whatever, like your hobbies, your joy, like the things that you're not doing, but you want to be doing. Like it does remind me of that, like tapping into your more of who you are, your old, your rememberings of the joy that's been kind of sitting there latent, you know, while mm-hmm. you have been doing the shoulds. Yeah. You know, and opening up to the joys. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. We love you. See you next time. Yeah, I get it. There's not a me there. Fine.